Welcome to Material, a show all about the Google and Android universe, hosted on the Relay FM Network. This episode of Material is brought to you by Squarespace. I'm one of your hosts, UX designer Yasmin Evian, and joining me as always, my wonderful co-host, tech columnist Andy Anako. Hello, everybody who has accessed podcasting technology. Thank you for amassing those skills and listening to us right now. And not only iOS sensation, but Android sensation app developer, Russell Ivanovich. <laughs> can, Ooh, I'm just sensational. Can we, that, can we, can we start calling you guys like rock star Android developers? <laughs> I think we should. I think we should because, you know, last week we were uh, giving uh, Russell's uh, pocket cast or his team's pocket cast some love because they got named Wired and I'm or named them the best uh, podcasting app on iOS. Uh, but just recently... They were actually named number one podcasting app on Android Central, uh, which I think you you may have had that title before, but they they made it official again. So um, I think what really happened was you know they were listening to to Material Podcast. They saw oh man, iMore and Wired are getting some love. Well, we want to get some love too, and so you know I think that's what happened. This this must be what it feels like to be like a rock star, Yasmin, or like, you know, like a Hollywood celebrity, you know, just won the Grammys and the Emmys and the teams all up there. They want to thank my mom and my dad. No, it is it is awesome to be on Android. We're also named Best Android Podcasting App on The Verge as well. So it's... What? Yeah. I feel like, you know, we just made some hit movie and we're collecting all the accolades and I, I don't know where the rest of my team is. It's just me on this podcast. I, I guess I'm going to have to take all the credit. It was all me. You're the Stan Lee of Shifty Jilly in that you're there to – you're the one who likes being in front of the cameras. You're the one who answers all the questions and therefore you're the person who says, well, when I created Pocket Casts, you know, it's uh, – of course, I have collaborators. I sit down with the developers who work for me and I tell them what I want it to do and then they come back and do their own thing and uh, – it's a team. And then you live to be ninety, and you outlive all of them, and therefore you get to control them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. not only that, but I get to make cameos in other people's apps. Presumably, I just get to be like the guy in the background, or the old man sitting at a, a chair, <laughs> or something. You just come up and, and show up. <laughs> uh, so that's pretty exciting. So uh, congrats again. And it, maybe to stop winning some awards because, you know, I, every, it's going to get pretty boring if every time we start to record I have to congratulate you on all the amazing awards you're winning. So uh, hold off a bit, okay? Tell your team to, to keep it cool and not to do too much stuff. Uh, as a reminder, we are going to have a bonus episode that is going to be coming out late August. Woo! I wish we had, like, a sound machine. It was just like, yeah, we need some applause. Um, need that's, some I mean, applause. That's, that's, that's great news for, for all of us, because like, I look forward to each and every one of these shows, hanging out with you guys. And a bonus episode means that it's not simply a contractual obligation, something we promise to do in exchange for memberships. It means that I get to hang out with you guys uh, once, once more. Although, actually, but before, before we get to uh, that, though, we have to, I have to mention something. Last week, uh, I... I mentioned how offended I was uh, that that jerk Michael Phelps was trying to put it all over <laughs> and throw shade on our listeners by having way, way more, more gold members than uh, gold, uh, gold medals and we have gold memberships. And I said that if we really want to shut him up but good, we're going to have to – everyone should get at least 20 uh, gold memberships. It's only 100 bucks a throw. So we're only talking about, what, uh, two, you know, 2000 bucks per person. I got that much on me. I, I, I would do it myself, but conflict of interest, I'm not allowed to do that. That would shut him up. He obviously is a material podcast listener, or more likely he has flunkies who listen. He added, what, four more gold medals to his medal count. So, again, if, if you think you can be pushed around 
by the so-called elite. They call them elite ac- uh, athletes for a reason, okay? <laughs> they don't drive in the same carpool lanes that we do. They have a special lane, okay? Everybody's just going to have to come up with another five five uh, gold uh, gold sponsorships per person because he's retiring now so he's he 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 he, he played his hand uh, too too forcefully because now he's screwed because he can't get another gold medal unless it's a lifetime achievement gold medal uh, and so that's why we, we should probably have six more each in case he pulls crap like that oh, I would, I was, I'm as I mad as you surprised Andy if he comes out of retirement just to beat us I think we have to get our listeners on board I think we have to get to 30 We've got to get to at least 30 just to give us a, a bit of a buffer because I can see him being like, oh, did I say I retired? Oh, by the way, four years later, I'm back. And he'd be like, oh, it's got us again. I, I was laughing about that because, you know, we record the episode Tuesday night and the episode's released Thursday morning in Arizona, uh, Arizona time, in U.S. time. Um, and I was laughing because we're like, oh, man, by the time we released the episode, he had already gotten so many gold medals, like way past <laughs> what we had talked about. And so it was just it was just pretty funny. Um, again, so what we're talking about is that the bonus episode is an episode that is going to be given to Relay FM members. You can support the show directly, Material Podcast directly, or you can support all the great shows uh, a part of Relay FM, and you're still going to get the feed. Uh, they've already released some of the bonus episodes, which uh, I believe it was Connected had their first bonus episode, which was a list of talking about their home screens, which, you know, everyone everyone loves the, the iOS home screens. But maybe maybe we're going to take the Android take on this and, and talk a little bit about that. I don't know. We don't know. Well, it's a, it's a secret. It's a secret. I will say that it was inspired by an actual listener question uh, that thought that, well, we could just do this, address this in 30 seconds, or we could make way too big a deal out of this and basically turn it into an hour to two hours to four hours or however long it takes to address this entire topic. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So, again, if you have to be a member, so to go to relay.fm forward slash membership and uh, keep on hitting that gold button so you can beat Michael Phelps and all the gold. And where does he get off looking so good with no shirt and just a Speedo? <laughs> That's not right. He's already married. He has a kid. I'm single. I need abs like that. Why don't I get it? You know, Andy, you don't need abs like that. Just, just your, it's, uh, <laughs> You, you know what you, you do have, Andy. I, I bet you he does not have an Nvidia Shield. You've got one of those. You probably had one before he had one, and you've got takes on it that he doesn't have. He doesn't even have. Now time he's going to go get he one. He has to get up at like four a.m. and swim. I mean, how lame is that? Also, the, the problem with the, those chiseled pecs and the washboard abs is that if you try to like balance like a, a soda and a piece of cake on it, it will probably like wobble off. Whereas my my belly flattens when I'm lying down, and so. Think about that in retirement, Mr. Phelps. Uh, but yeah, it's it's really cool. Uh, I mentioned uh, a couple of weeks ago that I just got uh, the Nvidia Shield TV for review, and I just got I just had like uh, literally just broken the plastic, connected it up, and spent like ten seconds clicking through it, and that was pretty much it. Now I've been using it pretty much daily for two or three weeks, and I'm really really liking it. It's a unique point of view on the set top streaming box that I hadn't really seen before. Uh, you can really see the uh, genesis of this as a real computer that happens to have been hardware and software uh, optimized for being attached to a TV and being operated by lazy people on a on, on a sofa. So 
in, in, the, in the sense that it, you really get a sense of all the power that's uh, that's behind there. I'll start. I, I will say that uh, it's got a lot of wacky stuff going on there. Uh, it's uh, Android TV is super poorly documented, and I don't know why that is. I assumed that when I when I got into certain dead ends, uh, like how do I make? Uh, there's a uh, I can get uh, you can download pretty much. Uh, every uh, stock Android uh, Google app for it. So I was really excited to get, well, let's get Google Chrome on there to see what what it's like to run a real browser on it. And the browser runs, runs great and really makes it more useful. But why can't why don't I have the Google Chrome icon on that launcher screen? Well, there must be some sort of a reference on how do I take a, an icon and put it on that screen. Okay, well, I guess I'm stupid because I can't figure out. There must be some sort of a user guide that Google has prepared. No, there isn't. And so it's supposed to be kind of like a mystical, magical adventure as you try to figure these things out. Uh, and there are a couple other weird things like – uh, I've uh, <laughs> the next thing I, I was so uh, keen about this after the first couple of days of really using it that uh, now this is this is how this is how excited I was. Not only did I buy a uh, a sofa Bluetooth keyboard, this is like a keyboard that has like a trackpad that's designed pretty much to work with uh, media PCs, uh, but. I didn't even want to wait two days to have it shipped. I actually went to the Best Buy. I went to the big box store and actually drove out and had it picked and picked up there the same day. And it's great, but the on-screen menu, the, the menu you're supposed to use with the remote control, stays lit. It stays on screen while you're typing with the real keyboard instead of just realizing that, oh, he's typing on Bluetooth. I should hide away and uh, because I'm just wasting screen space. And so I, I'm not saying there's no way to turn it off. I just haven't found it yet. And once again, I'm looking for a guide. Uh, and I'm not yet to the point where I'm going <laughs> to contact people at Google and say, what am I doing? How do I do simple things? Help me, please. Because you know, no, ordinary consumers don't have that out, and I feel as though I should exhaust every option. But one of the things I really want to check out because, uh, because is that uh, how well does it uh, – can it run – uh, uh, Google uh, Google Office apps, uh, Google Docs apps, because um, I thought that it was kind of uh, unfortunate with the Apple TV. It has a super, it runs iOS and it has a super super powerful CPU. And if they were to allow developers to uh, to adapt uh, to, to uh, adapt their desk, their uh, their iPad apps, so that would run in this thing. Imagine this $150 tiny little box that could do word processing, could be a web browser, it could uh, be – it wouldn't be as good as a desktop or a laptop. But for what a lot of people need for, let's say, a third computer or a computer that the kids can have in their own bedroom, uh, wouldn't that be great? And unfortunately, Apple has said, no, no, we're not, we're not even going to allow that. Uh, there isn't even a browser available for it, not even internally. Uh, so there's a slam the lid on that. But – I just uh, if you go to the Google if you go to the uh, Play Store and you look for Android TV apps you will find things that are logical to run on Android TV but you can also go into the Play Store on your web browser on your desktop and see where you've already downloaded Google Docs and click the pop-up list and see oh well what do you know Nvidia Shield TV appears in the list of compatible devices for this thing. Yes, play Google Play Store. Please do put Google Docs and, and Google Chrome on this device. And sure enough, it shows up and it runs great. The browser runs great. But like I said, it would be so wonderful if you could just hide that keyboard when you're typing. Uh, uh, so many apps that I've already downloaded over the years, they just happen to be compatible 
probably without any particular intent, just because they haven't done anything to block it. Uh, it runs fine on on the shield. The other cool thing that I've been sort of doing naughty things with, I'm sure that they didn't intend. Whoa, whoa, I'm sure Andy. that the. Whoa. the whoa. Well, I'm, I'm sure. going to stop you there. Are you sure you want to keep um, going? Uh, it's very, it's very, editor, very hot. Here. Here's a note for our editor. Please edit whatever else is going to be said. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's good. That means that I can go. I can. I can let my freak flag fly. I've been holding back because I thought that we're not going to have. We're doing live to tape, uh, but yeah. So so then you start to think. Well, if we think of this as a hundred and fifty dollar computer that is simply optimized for connecting to a TV, but if we think of it as a computer, what if we were to use a VNC app? So what if we were to simply allow this uh, Android TV to connect to my MacBook and run Mac apps on my TV through this device? And that works well as well. So I, I'm, it's, it's, a, it's a dumb thing for me to be talking about this. I'm not talking about how well it streams. I'm not talking about how well it plays games. It does great at all those things. But I like the fact that uh, when, when you buy a Roku box, it's 99 bucks. That's not a lot of money. That's that's a great value, and the fact that it is, uh, and the fact that it's optimized for being a streaming music and video box that makes it all the all the better because it's nice and simple. When you start getting it to one hundred and fifty dollars, two hundred dollars, which is what the uh, latest generation Apple TV and what the Nvidia Shield does, it's really cool if it can do other stuff besides. Uh, for instance, uh, actually. Uh, there's another chance for me to talk about how much I like Plex. It can it not only can uh, the Shield TV not only has a Plex client app, but it can also act as a Plex server. So you can really for this. Uh, uh, I have my Plex server running on a NAS box that costs about $500, and it's an, it's not super, super complicated, but it's not super, super easy. It's not really consumer-level uh, piece of gear to put on your network. Uh, but this is just a, a video. The NVIDIA Shield is just a, a video box. So you plug it in, uh, if you, uh, and you can basically use it to serve all, all this content to anything you've got uh, that can run the, the, the Plex uh, apps uh, on your entire network. So video, audio, pictures, everything. And if you pay something like $40 a year uh, for a Plex Pass, like a, a premium subscription, now simply logging into this from your phone anywhere in the world, it will find the NVIDIA TV that's running the Plex server, and it will allow you to stream your music and sync your music to this local device anywhere in the world. So it's really cool. The, the, the last thing I'll, I'll, I'll talk about, because I've already been, been yammering for a long, long time, but the last thing I'll talk about is, so the last thing I got uh, last week was a little box called an HD Home Run, which is a uh, little video. It's a Apple TV looking little box that is, uh, it just has an antenna connector or a cable TV connector and an ethernet connector and a power thing. And it's the, I, I totally misjudged what it was for. I thought, I thought it was, and it is a device that lets you tune in uh, a broadcast TV or any unscrambled uh, cable TV and watch it on uh, computers that you have uh, in, inside the house. What I didn't really understand was that what it does is it acts as a live TV server for your entire network. So what that means is that any it's basically it doesn't it doesn't have to be next to your TV it doesn't have to be next to the Nvidia Shield or whatever you you intend to use it on you can actually even just plug it in like right where you've got your cable box you can put it like a cable splitter uh, and 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 make it work there it doesn't have to be anywhere as long as it's on the network and it's on the wired network and that means that any app you're running on your Mac on your PC on your Android phone on your on your iOS uh, phone on your iOS tablet 
can find it on the network with a broadcast with a receiving app and just simply tune in and get the and basically watch any channel that's uh, that's, that's broadcasting live uh, and the, there's a really swell app uh, that comes with Android TV for you have to buy you don't have to buy a separate app to make it work although it's compatible with third party apps but it just it's all integrated it all works really really well there's other software coming that will let you use it as a DVR as well and then record stuff keep it on a file and then now it's on your Plex server and now you can watch TV from wherever whenever it was recorded you know, weeks weeks later anywhere in the world so I, I, what, I, what I'm liking about this and I'll I'll certainly be a lot more coherent when I actually write the review. I'm still in the afterglow of uh, discovering something that I like and that I'll uh, that, that I really really like. I, I like the fact that again, you put you put in 150 bucks to 200 bucks, you should get something that creates brand new opportunities just beyond simply my old streaming box could only stream Netflix at 1080p. This new box can stream at 4K. Uh, and I haven't even talked about the gaming stuff, but that's not my that's not my my, my main thing. But it's really cool. It's, it's the only thing uh, the only thing that's being bad about this experience, apart from not having a manual for it, is knowing that ah oh, damn it, I'm gonna have to buy one of these in a month, aren't I? <laughs> even if they even if they do, even because even if Nvidia doesn't ask for it back, it's like. I can't. I, I, there, I have no. There's no ethics policy that I'm controlled by uh, by the newspaper. But it's like I need to uh, morally. I have to be able to tell myself that if I'm using it for personal use, I have to buy it. And it's going to be. I'm going to have to find two hundred dollars to spend on this thing because I don't want to give it up. It's really really cool. <laughs> well, so, I learned my, something new. Was I didn't even know there was a, a browser, a part of Android TV. So look at that. <laughs> I'm thinking. Because I'm thinking, how Andy, why why do you want access to your uh, Google Docs or Google Sheets? Like, how are you even accessing those? Like, what app is sending you those? And then, then I was like, oh, there's a browser, and I'm like, what? Like, all I yeah. you know mostly use my Android TV for is uh, to watch Netflix, watch YouTube videos, and play some games on there. I was like, I didn't even think about um <laughs> getting getting a keyboard out and doing some like work on it. Who wants to work? Yeah. Well, like, who wants who wants to buy your kid a real computer? <laughs> so we and, got Chromebooks. <laughs> exactly. It's like you're, you're after you'll 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 have a Raspberry Pi two and like it. You'll have you'll have twisted pair networking and like it. Uh, but yeah, I, I just I, I one some of my favorite aspects of uh, of a certain gadget or a certain piece of technology is if there are things that it's obviously meant to do, but it's they're not going. The makers of this are not going to arbitrarily stop you from trying to find a cool thing to do with it that they didn't anticipate, but for you transforms the entire experience and makes you really really glad you bought it. And again, that that the, the the time that I spent thinking that well, what if I don't just simply look for Android TV apps? What if I just see what what ha- what happens to be runnable on this thing? And I'll be darned, it's pretty much everything that's runnable on this, or most most things are runnable on it. I'd say the only thing that's been uh, frustrating for me is, so we, you know, we play video games on it, and it's like, and they're, you know, mobile games, so it's not usually anything that's like pretty intense. Um, so we were playing Crossy Road for a bit, and my husband had been kind of like addicted to it. He was playing, you know, Crossy Road with the, just the remote control that they gave you. So it's that one you just hold in your hand, and it's like not actually a game remote control. It's like kind of like the, just the random one that controls the Android TV. Um, and so I thought for his birthday, I was going to buy him an actual game like controller because so he could play crossy road but crossy road wasn't compatible with the game controller because i think the the developers still have to develop 
for it in order to make it accessible for it. And so the developers haven't done that. So that's kind of a pain because you're thinking all it is is an up and then right, left, and back. You know, like that is that that is just what the normal controller does. Like why can't it just take those uh, things from the game controller and pass them onto the game? But you have to build for it. So that's my only grievance where it's like, why is it not working for a game when all it is is up, you know, down, right, and left, and there's not any other special keys um, to do it? So that's that's my only annoying thing. <laughs> I feel like the odd one out here. We we've had a Sony TV here in the office with Android TV for a while, and literally the only thing I use on it is the Google Cast functionality. Like I don't use any of the interface. It came preloaded with Opera for some reason. I, they must have done a deal. Like <laughs> you know, Sony took a little bit of money from the Opera people or whatever. So yes, the Google Play Store is on there. I think yes, we loaded up one game, which was a fuzzy ball looking thing that jumps around it it looked cool but i'm like yeah it's a tv like it's funny that the three of us have like three different uses for it yeah i mean it's uh it's uh, nvidia i think made it really clear what they think this is for because it comes with uh, an actual like a really cool solid game controller it does not come with a tv style remote (laughs) that's that's 50 bucks it's a really good it's it's metal and it's big and it fits your hand it has a microphone and everything but it's the the, it's weird that when i got when i uh until until i found the remote in the box they sent me i'm sitting there like with my hands around a game controller like navigating netflix as though if I, if I if I make it to the Minotaur, I will get to see an episode of Columbo. What's what's the, what's what's the cheat code for uh, for Golden Girls? Oh, that must be like a Konami code for the Golden Girls, surely. If you can spell their names, where each letter you go around the D pad. Anyway, <laughs> oh, I have one one knock super... knock. <laughs> you killed it. I was going for the transition, Who's Russell, and there? you killed it. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. I was working so hard for it. I was working so hard. <laughs> I was going to say I have a super... I could tell, and I could tell you were really, really happy with the transition you'd set up. <laughs> I was like, I got it's, this it's one. Like, I got this it's one, like, guys. It's like you were watching that Tetris piece come down. You know that if I just twist, 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 and move it over there, we're going to score a Tetris right now. Would and then you, Russell but, came but, in with like the Kool-Aid man like, well, because, oh, because yeah. There's, there, there's some, there's there's something here in the in the show notes that uh, that Russell wants to talk about, but let's not waste it. Let's we're oh, we're, we're gonna we're, I, we're no. not we're not gonna go to commercial, but let's have you just like pretend like we're actually doing the commercial because I could I could I don't want to deny you no, the pleasure of using this transition. I I you know actually now I read the note and that's actually pretty. That's now pretty you read important. the note. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. You see, you don't oh, even know you're, you're, you're doing that. brilliant transitions, and you do brilliant transitions. I'm so focused. I'm so focused. Why have now, you never hosted on, a show before? You are so good at it. I'm not. And I'm not being. I'm not being ironic or sarcastic. You are so good at this, Yasmin. Uh, well, I've got to get up and walk away again. Uh, I see a note here for. You see a note, do you? Do you see seven notes or just one note? I see a Note 5 in an eBay transaction <laughs> in my future. Yes. Now, Russell, you you have the Note 7, not the Note 5, but the Note 7 in your hands right now. Is it in your hands? I don't see it. I could pretend it's in my hands. I have the <gasps> S7. They, they look almost oh, the same. that's not no, the Note 7. Yasmin, it, it ships tomorrow. I'm very excited because it uh, actually ships in Australia. But this is the bit I'm excited about is okay, all, the, okay. all the reviews dropped last night, our time. So obviously there was some kind of embargo date or whatever for reviewers. And everybody had a review and they're all like, this is the greatest phone ever made by anybody. But my absolute favorite review, and we have to put a link to this in the show notes, is Joanna Stern for the Wall Street Journal recorded her entire review underwater. So she was using the, the S Pen, she had the scuba gear on, 
it, it's I kid you not, it's a four minute video and the entire thing is her just going blah, 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 It's amazing. You you have to see it. <laughs> there you go. There's a, you, you like to see a little bit of flash there. You like to see that even even us veterans, we still get excited about a silly idea that we can articulate into actual disposable income. I bet I, I don't know how much of the scuba equipment she has deducted from her tax. I hope it's a lot. Uh, speaking, I will I will say I fi- I did finally get my first uh, like in depth experience with uh, the Note and the new uh, and the uh, VR camera. Uh, because I spent a, a humid, hot, humid, humid, humid day in New York City at their uh, at Samsung 837, uh, which is their like Lower Manhattan, like intergalactic New York City headquarters. Uh, it's in the meat packing district. I wanted I wanted to call it out only because I made a note to myself, like as I was leaving, that I wanted to not talk about it on the show, but at least mention that it's kind. It is there. It is corporate offices, but they've set it up to be kind of like an Apple Store like experience. In that you can walk right in, and it's air conditioned. Point number one. So that's point number one. Why you're going to star Samsung eight three seven at eight three seven Washington Street, New York, New York. Air conditioning, air conditioning, air conditioning. They had a huge like twenty by must have been like a uh, I don't know like a thirty by twenty foot uh, HD display showing the, the the Olympics. Free Wi Fi. They have demo counters for everything that uh, they have in the lineup. They even have. You wouldn't call it a genius bar, but a person from Samsung who will explain why something's not working properly and hopefully help you to get the thing working properly. And also a very nice a coffee bar. We have to actually pay money, as I found out, uh, to have the coffee. <laughs> but it's, and he's it's like, like, but like, I'm a journalist. I, I, we, we don't have money. Exactly. What? You're, you're supposed here? to be sucking up to me. I did, I did get a free <laughs> ball cap. I will say that. <gasps> did you declare uh, that but, somewhere? No, oh. I I donated it to charity. I found some. I found a Make a Wish kid whose wish was to have a free Samsung cap, <laughs> and I darn it, I made that dream come true. Fortunately, I didn't get the kid who wanted to be the Flash, uh, saving the city of Boston. That sounded like trouble and money. But when I saw that on the list, free Samsung cap, I knew that you fu- we'd found something that Andy Anatko was capable of, of coming through on that promise. But yeah, I, I think I, I have. I do have, especially in New York, because I'm there a couple times a month. I do have that little list, like like George Costanza knows where all the bathrooms are it's like i have that list of here are places that have free wi-fi they're comfortable places to sit and maybe it's air conditioned and there isn't a no riffraff sign hung out there and that was the first time i've been to samsung's offices every time i'd met them before it was in a hotel suite or it was part of a launch event uh, but now it's like <laughs> double star there it's actually right near the uh, uh uh the high line you know that uh, train track that they converted to like a vertical park I felt like, oh, look at all those people who are sweating and perspiring, and they don't know they can just simply go downstairs and just sit here and be air-conditioned and watch Olympic coverage that they probably didn't have to pay NBC a dime for. Knock, knock. Who's there? I think it's Russell calling me for a duo, but I'm not going to answer until this Squarespace app. Whoa! Too bad. What a just, cliffhanger, just, uh, I just, I can't even. T- I, yeah. Tell me about today's sponsor. <laughs> it sounds amazing. The, 
This episode of Material is brought to you by Squarespace, the simplest way for anyone to create a beautiful landing page, website, or online store. Start building your website today at squarespace.com. Enter offer code Material at checkout to get 10% off your first purchase. With with easy-to-use tools and templates, Squarespace helps you capture every detail of what drives you because it is worth the effort. It is worth sharing to the world, just like this duo call that is about to happen. Squarespace puts all the power you need into your hands and take away all the pain points, letting you create an awesome site that's going to look great regardless on desktop, tablet, or mobile. It's responsive, and it's going to look amazing. Squarespace has state-of-the-art technology, which means they're going to take care of all the hosting, and you don't have to worry any of uh, about any of that. And if you like to tinker with some code, you can go in there and make Squarespace do exactly what you need it to do and look exactly the way you need it to want need it to look. They offer e-commerce solutions, which allows you to actually host, uh, sell some items up on the web, and they do it all so easily. They have 24-7 support with chat and email, and they're all over the world, so you know you're going to get someone that's going to be able to help you. They have rock solid, fast hosting, and so much more. So... If you want to try Squarespace, you can. You can sign up for a year and get a free domain name, allowing you to choose exactly what you want your site to be called. Squarespace plans start at just $8 a month. Start a trial with no credit card required and start building your website today by going to squarespace.com. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code material to get 10% off your purchase and to show your support of material. We thank Squarespace for supporting the show and all of Relay FM. Oh, knock! What's that knock. noise? <laughs> my video. Someone's, is t- someone's calling on my phone. Uh, except I actually can't see your face, Russell. So this is uh, this what? is. Says my video what, is visible, yes, man. Maybe I'm not in your context. Oh, uh, this is how I find out. Is it? This oh. is how I find out that I'm not in your context. Oh, hold on. Ah, uh, now I see you. Right, okay, wait a minute. Yeah. So you have to be in my contacts in order for me to see your face? Yes. Otherwise, you know, uh, bad things might happen, Yasmin. There are bad people on the internet. Okay. So if I... Okay, so then when I, if I call you back, then you should see my face because I'm in your contacts. I just hung up, so with you hung you. up on I me. I hung up on you because I found okay. out I'm not in your contacts. I'm disgusted, Yasmin. Disgusted. I had your American number, Russell, not your, <laughs> not your Australian stuff here. Uh, let me let me try some duo. Yes. Yeah, so as you know, what we are currently doing is that duo is now out to the world. It is live. Uh, so this is a pretty pretty exciting. Now again, duo was the app that had to con- see. Okay. So I just it's I live. Just I just got that. <laughs> I just got that. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have interrupted. I was just really pleased no, by that. No, I, I have to say, no, as, no, 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 it is live. As, so, no, 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 no. It's not live. As a as a non American correspondent here, I will tell you, it's not in Australia, so it's not available in the Google Play Store in Australia. Wait, it's not available in the it? iOS App Store in Australia. I may have an American account that I procured some years ago just for these purposes. So I have it on my iPhone here, Yasmin Heresy, because I I can't get it in Google Play. I, I'm not worthy. And also, well, just, it's, it's like this. It's like the Zika virus. The fact that everyone doesn't have it doesn't mean it's not out. Oh my goodness! I'm not sure I want to accept this call. There is a crazy Yasmin on here. Can you guys see crazy Yasmin? <laughs> yeah, we got to we got to take a screenshot of that or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you do it again, I can screenshot this. Go, Yasmin. I still haven't answered. Uh, I'm, I'm calling you still. No, you got to be do something crazy. This is no. There we go. Screenshot that. Uh, except I don't know why There's I'm accepting. We know it's, it, it works, people. So it works. Okay. So. Yasmin, for those of you who are listening, this is Yasmin is just demonstrating why doors have peepholes and why you don't necessarily <laughs> answer the door no, when, when someone comes up. 
So, so what? So all of this commotion. What are what is the material cast currently doing right now? Is that Duo has been released to the public again? Duo was the video messaging app that was introduced at Google I/O earlier this year, and just like Google Lo and Duo, it was always coming soon in the future, eventually, and we didn't know when it was going to be released. Uh, but we actually just got word, <laughs> and I'm seeing seeing my my Duo picture here, so that's why I'm laughing. We got word that Duo and Lo are up for pre-registration, and they, this was actually yesterday that you could pre-register for Google Allo and Duo, which is actually pretty interesting. So the way that they do it is that on the Google Play Store, it gives you the link to Google Allo and Duo, and you can uh, tap on something that says pre-register, and it allows you to be registered to the app so you can get it when it actually gets released, which I actually think is pretty, pretty cool that you're going to be notified when it's, when it's uh, released onto there. Can I make a small point there, Yasmin? Uh, people have been asking me as a developer, they're like, do you, do you guys get access to that? I've never seen that before in my life. We've never been notified about that. I assume for now that's, that's a Google-only feature. So they get to reserve the app in the App Store. Um, you know, they get to say, yeah, we're, we're Google Jugo. Press this button to pre-register and then you'll be notified when it comes out. I think if they do roll that out to the rest of the development world, that would be really cool. Just, just putting that out there, Google. One thing I'd like to um, add to that is that I've seen this thing in the pay- in Play Store where it allows you to see your beta apps, and then there's even a, a thing in the store where it allows you to see uh, what is it actually labeled under. I think it's like if you go to the Play Store, there's going to be a section where it allows you to see like, hey, would you like to test out new apps or, or things? Um, so it's actually pretty interesting. So I'm curious if there's going to be kind of this push for beta and pre-registering to kind of get hype, I don't know, about things. It's it's an interesting way of doing it. So I'm kind of excited to see what it is. So we didn't know if Duo was going to be released. Uh, again, that one's the video messaging app. Allo is the one that's uh, the more of the text messaging with the built-in Google Home. And I'm assuming they haven't released Google Allo because they haven't released Google Home. And so they can't really release that without Google Home. Uh, but Duo, they did allow you to register, pre-register for Duo and Google Allo. I registered for Duo yesterday and this morning. I you know, got this message from someone's like, yay, Duo's out, and I don't have any friends to test it with. And I was like, Duo's out. So of course, I went and downloaded it, and I sent the link to my husband. And it was like right when we woke up out of bed, and I was like, can you go please download this? He's like, <laughs> I know we're sitting next he to was each like, other, but can you video chat me, please? Exactly. And he's like, what, what is this? And I was like, just it's a Google it's a video messaging Google app and he's just like okay another Google app like I'm not going to be able to get out of this I'm going to have to download and test this with you because you know I love you and this is this is what I decided to do when I decided to marry you I would have to beta test every one of these apps so I, I got it and I installed it on his phone actually the setup for Duo is very very painless you um, go into a t- like a process you just open up the app and it's going to ask you to attach your phone number to it so you're going to have to type in your phone number so it actually is only avail- only tied to a phone number and that's actually how you find contacts so there's no email they have to be tied to a number so if the, they're in your contacts as a number it's going to be doing that so it's identical to WhatsApp um, so it allows it's tied to your phone number and that's how people are finding you uh, so pain- so it's painless to set up and then you can see which one of your contacts are on Duo and of course when I first started it was it gave me no options for any contacts so if you hit plus video call it tells you it, it shows you a list of contacts and then it's asking you invite, 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 question mark, uh, allows you to invite. But the, actually the really, really neat thing that I think is really cool is that when you hit the video call, it tells you who is a part of your your contact list who already has Duo installed. So it's actually actually pretty cool because you don't have to ask your friends, hey, do you have Duo installed? You'll actually see them there if you have the number on there. Um, so it's pretty neat. 
it's tied to only one device right now. There are no web clients. It's all mobile. Um, and yeah, not on the, not on the tablet or web. So it's, it's kind of stuck to one. So yeah, let, let, let's discuss that because, um, you know, when they introduce Hangouts, it's like Hangouts everywhere on, you know, your tablet, your phone, your web, your, you know, computer and, you know, iOS, Android. Uh, Duo is available on iOS and Android as well. So they're not. So that's actually really, really great. Uh, but they really kind of narrowed down the features. Uh, you know, the best feature is the knock knock feature, which we'll address in a, in a little bit. Uh, but I kind of want to hear everyone's thoughts on this, uh, the rollout and how it's just pretty much tied to one device and just your phone right now. I, I think it's interesting. I've seen a lot of complaints. And I think you see this with any product that a big company releases. They pre-announce it, maybe like in this case three months ahead of time, and people build up all these expectations. And I was one of these people. I tweeted during the uh, the Google I.O. keynote. I'm like, bye-bye Hangouts or something like You know, I won't miss you basically, like good riddance. And I had one of the Google people come up to me after after the keynote. He's like, just letting you know, Russell, that Hangouts isn't going anywhere and this is not replacing it. He, he made it very, 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 very clear that this was not going to be Google's solution to everybody's messaging app so duo was going to be a way to call people allo was going to be a way to message people but not in the same way that hangouts is so you can see that now like it's tied to your phone number it's tied to a single device that makes it super easy to set up you know you just like boom boom yep done everyone who's in my contacts i can message instantly it also potentially makes it slightly annoying for people who are expecting to be able to you know enter their google account in and have it on all their devices and I guess it has both upsides and downsides. The obvious upside is simple. Uh, you know, five devices don't ring when someone calls you, which is a problem in the iOS world. You know, when my iPad rings and my Mac rings and my iPhone, I'm like, oh, which one do I answer on? Like, you're not going to have that problem. But you're also not going to be able to take calls, you know, while you're sitting at your desk or wherever. Like, if your phone's somewhere else, then, you know, you're going to need your phone. So it's interesting. I guess the closest thing to compare it with is FaceTime. It's It's a video-only calling platform and that's all it does it doesn't do anything else i believe it drops down to audio if you if you home button out or the signal drops out the other super interesting thing from a developer point of view um is apparently it's using a protocol called uh, quic quick i guess that's pronounced which is a, a really fast version of i guess udp with a whole bunch of other things on top and what it means is in theory this will degrade over slow connections and different connections you know it'll switch from wi-fi to um to cellular really fast it's just the a whole thing with TCP connections is once you start dropping packets, then really bad things happen because it, there's a, it takes a long time to recover from that. Over this protocol, apparently, it's it's very different, which I think is is really cool to see someone sort of do something different in that space. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, it's uh, it's every every time you see the uh, when you look under the hood of this, all the standards are open standards and free standards. It's based on uh, WebRTC. Uh, which is not just open, it's a free real-time communications API. So it's going to be very, very well understood as they keep, if they keep building this out, they're going to have, uh, it's going to be built upon uh, a very reliable framework. Uh, One of the problems that uh, I think Apple had with uh, with fa- with FaceTime and, and messages is that when they rolled it out, they had the sl- actually, <laughs> so long ago that Steve Jobs actually did the one was the one who initiated it, and standing in front of the big slide that has in great text that goes by so fast that you <laughs> members of the press are trained to quickly lift up their cameras, get a picture so they can actually see it. Of all the open standards that it supports with a promise that they're going to make it platform independent uh, very, very soon. And that never happened for reasons that, depending on who you talk to, is either because it turned out there were patent issues or because they decided they just didn't want to bother. Uh, but the uh, I think this, this is going to be a big, big winner for people who... 
realize that not everybody in their family has an iPhone. And there are a lot of relative. If you really want to be able to talk to anybody, including uh, your parents and your kids' grandparents, you're going to have to make sure that you have something that's uh, that'll work on on pretty much everything. Uh, and also, you're really going to have to make sure that you have uh, a a conferencing app that's so easy to use that even people who don't care about technology, except for with the curse words they're going to use when it stops working, uh, can use it. And yeah, and yeah, you, you can make a lot of complaints about how it you know so it's, it's just one to one. It's locked to one device uh, but it really is uh, a marvel of simplicity just ju- I, I really encourage people to download it even if they don't intend to use it just to see how focused this app is and how beautiful it is it's another great uh, banner uh, banner ad for uh, for material design uh, that the uh, I've, I've been noticing over the course of the day that the interface has sort of been growing as I've been using it, where the first time I launched it, there was just one button video call at the bottom of the screen below my preview image. And I thought, okay, that's simple. Great. You push one button. And then I made a call. And now the one person that I've ever called is now in a little circle next to that button. And then now I've been using material long enough to know that I bet that if, if I'm looking for more buttons, I bet if I swipe on these two buttons, and well, you know, a panel slides up showing you other recent people that you've uh, that you, that you've called and what the status of that call was. So it really is as simple as <laughs> swipe up, t- tap on your your mom's head, uh, and ten seconds later you get to be talking to your mom uh, and uh, showing your, your and your grandkid your mom can uh, see the see the kids and the grandkids and stuff like that. So I actually don't. I'm actually not eager for them to add more features to it even this even this idea of locking onto one device uh the thing i <laughs> unfortunately every time there's something i like that's good it makes me relive bad experiences with similar products uh and all the times where i have uh tried to message somebody using iMessage from my apple watch that's connected to an iphone to a friend of mine who has an iphone and thinking that this should be so, well, isn't this the the push button world of the future? This is the I, I had the Apple Watch for a, a couple of weeks, and I hit that sort of. Have you ever had that sort of like uh, construction when you're driving where they manage to have figured out the one road that if they close it for just this twenty yards, there is no simple way to get back on track. It's not like. If I were on a bike, it would have been a delay of like five minutes to go past it and then beyond it and be back on the road. There was no way to get to my breakfast with this friend of mine without adding 25 minutes to the trip. It was just that horrible. So, oh, great. Hey, that's what I'm here for. Since I'm uh, uh, While I'm stuck in traffic, not moving, I'll lift up my watch and say, message so-and-so. I'm stuck in traffic. I'll be 25 minutes late. Uh, and then I got there, and he, and he was very, very kind. He was, wondered why I was late, and I explained what had happened. And... Fortunately, I'm going to use that word sarcastically. Apple had (laughs) messages had decided that, well, let's see, the last time that my friend had logged in to the messaging service, it was on his Mac Pro back in his office. I'll route this message to the Mac Pro in his office, not to the not to his own watch, not to his iPhone. So maybe all this is by way of explaining that sometimes when you only make it, you don't add features, you add simplicity. It can only go to this one phone. And given that it's competing with apps like WhatsApp uh, that are really phone centric, they're not designed designed to replace people's entire methods of communication just uses the thing that people have with them all the time uh, using technology that they like to use to, to communicate with it's perfectly fine uh, so I'm, I'm really really happy with it i hope more, more of my friends uh, start using it 
Yeah, and the I mean the the selling feature is if they had announced this duo and they didn't do the their neat feature, which is knock knock, which I'm going to share in a bit, is that it would just be this very simple video one to one video thing that would be. Um, maybe, I mean, would be okay, but it wouldn't be, I don't know if it would be enough to get the users to get onto the servers and have it installed on their phones. Uh, but the big selling feature is their knock, knock feature, which allows you to see the video that the person is calling before you answer. Um, but as we found out earlier is that the person has to be in your contacts. If not, you're not actually able to see their, their, uh, video, which is actually pretty cool. Cause if you, for whatever reason, accidentally call somebody that, uh, doesn't have your information on there you don't maybe you don't want them to watch to to look at you because you're thinking oh this is uh my friend my close friend and oh no i called someone else on accident i don't know how it would happen uh but the knock knock feature is cool so you tap on someone that you want to start the video call with and then it tells you hey fyi they're going to be able to see what you're currently doing and you're going to say, okay, you know, I understand that's like the first launch. And then from then on, you're just going to be able to see. So when I was calling Russell and I actually called our, our friend Micah, who's also part of the network, um, I was making some funny faces before he answered. And Micah was actually in a meeting. He, he says he's in a meeting. You can't really see my, my quote air quotes there. Uh, so he didn't answer. So it allows you to see their face before you actually pick up, which I think is pretty cool. Um, and so that, that's how actually kind of the, the neat feature. And if you look at their promo video, which I think is actually really great is you know you have in essence there's one I think it's like two sisters talking together or two friends and one of them is uh, showing you know the pregnancy test and she's trying to say that she's pregnant um, and then it's like I got it or was it or was it the ring I don't know there's multiple <laughs> ones uh, and so I just gave him another idea that made me a weird maybe the maybe the anyways the ring would have been cooler but you anyways you you are anticipating what the conversation is going to be so then you're already excited for what's going to happen so um, it kind of knock knocks and it interrupts you your your life a little bit not interrupts but it's just a nice little interaction yeah i I think that if they really want to do commit to real life scenarios they should have yes it's sisters but it's like a sister holding up like one of their dead grand recently deceased grandmother's like hand embroidered napkins and like with a with a match underneath it (laughs) saying yeah yeah you thought that you were going to get it well if you're if you're if you're going to get it then nobody gets it i i suggest you pick up the phone and we agree on who gets these napkins (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah there's bound to be some of that going on but i mean once people are in your address book i think it's fine no holds barred and you can also it's worth noting you can turn that feature off the settings in this app are super minimal so you can you can turn knock 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 oh, that's really hard for me to say i don't know why on and off um, it sounds so much cooler when you say it though knock knock knock, knock. knock new knock. england well you, you use the knock knock feature <laughs> you knock let you know who's at the door before you have to answer well <laughs> Yeah, that's Much right. And it. you can unregister your phone number and you can do, I think, one other thing. It's, it's super minimal. I like that. Um, I also will say I, there's a lot of people in the tech press being, it's not tied to my Google account. I'm so angry. WhatsApp has 1 billion active users. I, I don't think it's, it's, it's held back their adoption. You know, if anything holds back the adoption of this, this app, I don't think it's going to be the fact that it doesn't ask for your Google account. I think that's fine. Like, it, I think it's tied to your phone number. It's for phones only. I, that's what Google wants to do with this. And I think that's, that's perfectly fine. It, it still might not succeed, but I don't think it's going to fail just because, you know, your Google account's not in there. Yeah, and it's it gets back to what I said before. I like the fact that 
on the face of it, the the user face of this is dead, dead simple, but everything that's under the hood is really, really well thought out and complicated. Uh, like, for instance, it does support end-to-end encryption, which is something that certain CEOs of certain competing companies with competing products have been reminding us is quite important. It is it is genuinely important. But it would have been easy for them to just say, oh, no, it's just a casual thing. Don't, you, of course, you're not going to use it to plot a dissident movement. But if you're going to, uh, if you're going to do this right, you may as well do this right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that feature is more important than than most people would know. Obviously, there's been a lot of things come to light with, you know, governments and private companies and whatever trying to, you know, get people's communications and see what's going on. If you can end to end encrypt something, then, you know, even better. Even if you're not saying anything that you think, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm not saying anything controversial and there's nothing going on here. Why not end to end encrypt it anyway? You know, it's better to have more security than less. So overall, um, what, what is kind of your take? Are you impressed with it? Are you going to continue using it? If you have, I mean, the always the selling factor is uh, if the people that I video chat with are on it, then I'm most likely going to be able to use it. Uh, but what do you think? Like, if you're able to convince your friends and family to come on this, are you going to be u- utilizing this instead of, uh, you know, maybe Hangouts, Skype, FaceTime, any of those other video ones? It's the... It's- it's definitely going to be another app that I keep on my phone. It costs you nothing. Uh, you'll have it handy so that if someone does want to call you at the last second, you don't have to suddenly worry about having a good enough connection. You can connect to the Play Store. Uh, as always, unfortunately, you're never you're never the, the person who gets to tell the entire family why do you insist on using Skype. <laughs> Why can't we use this really simple tool that always works, never breaks your heart, and seems to want us to talk to each other? Okay, fine. I'll use. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. You're, 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 you're. I'm still getting over the fact that my family has forced me to be active on Facebook because it's clear that I can either ostracize myself from the entire family or I can use the one service I really, really don't like. <laughs> I think that's really interesting. Like my family seems to have uh, centered around WhatsApp. Obviously, that doesn't do video calling, but that's where all the chat goes for some reason. Um, and they've kind of centered around FaceTime because I think I, I may be the only person in the entire family, I think except for one nephew that has an Android phone. And so that we just don't video call. I guess we don't have super need to video call anyway. But if they do, they're like, oh, I tried calling you. It didn't work. I'm like, yeah, my phone's back at the office. Like, sorry, that's that's never going to work. I don't know. I don't know if this is enough to make them install an app. I guess I can send them a link and be like, hey, if you, if you really, really, really want a video chat, then I guess this is how you do it. Yeah, I do have something to say to that. You know, our family uses text messaging to communicate. Um, and so that's kind of the one we know that they're going to have handy. Most people have their phones. One form or another, they're going to get access to their phones that actually have their, you know, their text messages on there. So that's likely the, the way that I know they're going to receive it one way or another. Uh, the thing with Hangouts was always weird is if people don't have the app installed on your phone, you know, you can still send the message. But you don't know when they're going to receive it. And yes, there's a little indicator that shows you, hey, they've read it up to here. They haven't or, you know, they access it. But sometimes if they don't have Hangouts on like their primary device and it's just living on the web somewhere or on like the tablet, then they're not going to see it right away. So that like that is one of the, the hard parts about it. So I guess the nice thing about it being tied to your phone, yes, you can uninstall something, but most likely you know, hey, this is tied to their phone number and tied to their device, so they're most likely going to access it. But you know, when I'm doing uh, video video uh, calls, usually we get the tablet just because it's bigger, or you know, that, like that's the easiest thing to get, and we have a big screen when we're talking with family. So. I hope that they uh, release that soon. 
we'll, we'll just kind of see. And But, you know, part of me is kind of happy that they're taking things, quote unquote, slow and uh, trying to get things right. And before they just kind of, hey, everyone, go ahead and have it. And oh, crap, we have all these bugs that we never fixed, you know. So uh, not saying any names, no names, no teams out there, but uh, just, just, <laughs> just putting that out there. Uh, so anyways, I, I'm pretty excited. We'll see if it lives on the, you know, actually, the only time I really do a lot of face uh, video chat is really when I'm connecting with friends or family that are far away. It's not when if I, I don't even usually call my, my spouse that often. I usually just send them a text message letting them know that I'm heading home or asking them if they're heading home or not. But, um, you know, maybe with this because it's easier and it's fun to do that little knock knock feature. Maybe maybe there'll be more incentive to do that. So we'll, we'll kind of see how that develops uh, into the later years. And I'm actually really excited for Ello and I pre-registered. Hopefully that gets announced soon. Something tells me that they're going to be announcing it soon if they're allowing you to pre-register and I'm I'm just going to say I'm going to say I have not I'm not given any days because I don't know any information but I'm thinking potentially it's coming but at Google Home the assistant's going to have to be announced first or they're going to announce it together um, so I think they're they're prepping so go register for Ello and see if you get it that's another one that I'm actually more interested in trying out because text messaging is kind of uh, the form of communication that I usually use with my friends and family so that's the one I think I'm going to get more use of and it'll be pretty awesome to have the Google Home assistant integrated with it so I don't have to go in and now on tap and add events it could just automatically google assistant can suggest the the events to be added into it so that's pretty exciting uh last bit of news is that hangouts on air is moving from google plus to youtube live so sorry for all you google plusers that were using hangouts on air uh you can use youtube live and russell is youtube live the thing that we use when we did our material podcast uh, live episode I think so, although I think that was called Hangouts on Air, but we did it through YouTube. So it was already kind of in there, and it sounds like it's being handed off to the YouTube team now, from what I understand. Like it was a Google product. Oh, sorry, not a Google product. You know what I mean. It was it was a separate team that was outside of the, the YouTube company. And now I believe they're shutting down the Google Plus parts of it, and they're moving it into YouTube. Yeah, it, it looked pretty clear even from the start that Hangouts on Air was something they put together that worked really, really well. But they simply said, "Let's let's pull a long weekend and let's add like a a, a instant peer to peer broadcasting uh, system because that seems to be something that is being successful elsewhere." And they'll I'll be damned. It turned into something that everybody loved and, and used, even though they really hadn't. Uh, they, that wasn't the thing that they intended to ship. It really, when you look at uh, how uh, how YouTube Live works, that's clearly if they had put thought and, and planning into it, what Google was, was going to come up with, and it really did look like uh, Hangouts on Air was going to go. It re- I, I, when we were setting up this uh, uh, that live episode, I was so confused. I had to keep backtracking and making sure I know I'm using hang- – it's, it's, it's sort, of, sort of like when I find myself using – well, I'm using SCSI over TCP using Ethernet. Like, okay, so you're talking about a networking protocol, a cabling protocol, and over that we're using a method of attaching – storage units to a volume and i was just not understanding what was what was going on with hangouts on 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 air uh, but it, it is a reminder of the one big scary thing about being excited about anything that google ever gives us for free uh, that they are not they are not uh, they are not uh, hesitant to send a product to that land of ghosts and winds uh, when it has outlived its usefulness or when it it's been replaced by something better uh, i don't i certainly don't think that duo and in, in the future allo is going to be 
I th- Hello. The problem with that, with the problem, exactly. I'm trying not to be like the the the, the Dick Van Dyke. Hello. I'm hoping that when this new messaging app comes in, all right, all right, that it's not going to be something that we're going to have to get away from in two or three years, don't you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm kind of worried about that as well because. If if there's one criticism you can level against Duo and Allo, it's potentially that they're about two years too late. You know, a lot of platforms, you know, uh, Facebook, Apple, like that, they were all going to this place and Google seemed to not quite be there at the time. I don't, I don't know if they started work at that time or what, but they're here two years later when all these platforms have already taken off. If this doesn't take off, then I don't know if this is long for this world either. Like it's it's one of those weird things you just never know. I feel good about it, though. I was uh, listening to uh, the WWDC rollout about the new version of Messages Messages coming out. It really seemed like, hey, now we have stickers, and hey, now you can have a movie background. Like, okay, so now you can. Those things are fun. I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you looked at Snapchat and realized that people like to have fun when they're communicating. What really I enjoyed about the Google I/O keynote was that Allo looked like they were actually changing what uh, what a messaging app could do really making into a hub of a larger experience. Uh, I love uh, I, I, I love Siri. I think Siri is great. Uh, I'm disappointed that Siri on the desktop doesn't let you uh, actually type and ask it questions and have it do things like schedule appointments for you. You still have to speak into it. Uh, I foresee that if Allo works the way that I'm hoping it will, it will be something that is never, that's going to be in my in my home deck uh, next, to, uh, next to the app bar so that I can just tap, anytime I want to do something, and I don't want to be at a bus stop or a train station saying, uh, remind me tomorrow about to have that boil in the inside of my neck looked at before the weeping becomes so difficult that I can no longer hold it in with packing. I'll get a seat to myself on the bus, but I don't want to say that out loud. Uh, but it, it really it really is a, a, it really could become the concierge the entire uh, the entire experience on the phone. So I'm really looking forward to Allo. Yeah, I guess the the only uh, plus side of this is you know Google Plus the, when they release Hangouts on Airs, they again, still yes, really pushing. Yes, I, you're natural. I. The only plus side to this is that Google Plus. I love it. Sorry, I see. Sorry, I didn't sorry. even intend to do it. I mean, yes, I intend exactly. to do this. That's <laughs> exactly. That's what makes you a natural. That's, a, that's what makes me a natural. The only plus side of Google Plus, bum bump, <laughs> is that you know, again, this is when they were pushing Google Plus and they were really trying to push the social network. Like, look at Google Plus. This is what you want to do. And they actually tied everything to Google Plus, which again, we learned. Ah, oh, sorry, Google. Even if you force us to go everything through Google Plus, like that isn't the way to do it. Um, so the the you know the interesting part is they released Hangouts on Air, which actually that was really cool because you could have a discussion. Uh, so that people could have a discussion and then there could be like a, a moderator that can ask that person who's on the live the air the actual question and have that kind of interactive discussion which is actually pretty cool um, but again you know Hangouts and so and Google Plus didn't really take off as what they were hoping for and I think this is actually the perfect spot for YouTube because YouTube is the place where people know that's for video, right? When you think of YouTube, you're like, oh, I'm going oh, to go post it on YouTube. Like, you know, that's what you're going to do. And so for them to integrate it into U- YouTube Live to add this feature, which essentially is the same thing as Hangouts on Air, YouTube Live, where it allows people to have a discussion and comments, but you actually can watch the, the live video and have multiple people a part of the conversation. Like, that's pretty cool. And I'm glad that YouTube Live is finally um, going to incorporate this into their site. So I think that might be a better fit for it. So that's always kind of the fun thing. Uh, fun and, you know, 
the scary thing about Google is that, of course, you don't know which projects or which products are going to make it. But for the most part, and don't get and don't hate, don't at me, you uh, RSS fans. For the most part, if the product is successful, but it's not successful under its current organization or its current branch, they're going to find another place for it. And that's kind of what I feel like they're doing with Hangouts on Air. It's going to go to YouTube Live. So, um, you know, I, I'm sorry there wasn't a, a space for RSS. Uh, I know all you uh, RSS uh, you feed users are like so upset with me right now because that they killed off your your favorite and only thing. Um, so that's uh, that's uh, that's the fun part of Google. You never know what you're gonna get. It's like a life, <laughs> like a box of chocolates. <laughs> oh, that's what my mother always told me, Yasmin. Sometimes you get the caramel. Sometimes you get the watermelon cream. That's why you got to stick your thumb secretly inside every Google product before you pass it along to your brothers and sisters to make sure that they get stuck with the creams and you get the good caramels. And if, if it is really good, if you find out that it's just my, my tip is to lick it. So lick the Google product and then your brothers and sisters might want it. Guaranteed. And we have a show title. <laughs> oh, I and a possible, t- and I, a possible I, I t-shirt. <laughs> Goodness. We should, we should, we should I, rethink I the show special. We should, we should, we should basically say that you can either have a special or we will have a lick the Google <laughs> t-shirt with a <laughs> properly attributed to Russell, of course. Hold on, hold on. I have a, actually, I have a good one. All right. All right. The show title that I wrote down is knock, knock. Who's there? The material trio, not duo trio. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> Not that good. My, my no, client has no. no comment at this time, Yasmin. Well, I, 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 I was holding. I was not wanting to actually. No, no, you know, no. Fine, delete it, delete it, delete all it. I'm, fine, all fine, I'm, fine. Just, I'm just, I was I'm playing just saying on the that duo before... and the knock knock, and I was like, hey, we're a trio because there's three of us. This is funny. Uh, apparently, uh, my my parent jokes, mom jokes, are are taking hold. So Although that makes you good Pokemon vice presidential Go. material. Yeah, Pokemon. Go I just, I just wanted to mention that to before the, the show, I tried, calls. I tried to duo Russell, and he didn't answer my call. And then during the show, Russell couldn't call you fast enough. She was like, "I'm so excited," and then making sure that you did. Did you have my phone number, Yasmin? Because I'm like, that's fine. I mean, I, I, if I'm the Charlie Brown, that's fine. Actually, this is interesting, Yasmin. Ah, uh, Yasmin, Andy. I even called you Yasmin. This is how bad it's getting, Andy. Um, I I now have almost your phone number. I'm not criticizing. I'm just observing. I, I, I'm just saying this should not be in the shadows. If we put this in the centerpiece of the table, I wonder we can th- contemplate it and decide what it means. I'm trying to figure out if this is by design or by accident. I have the first eight digits of your phone number. I'm actually missing the last one, and either they made their label... You're not going to be able to see that on the camera. Either they made the label too short or they're purposely not giving me your, your phone because you're not in my address book. What, but I can call you back. What happens if Here you tap Andy. on it? Oh, no, no. Uh, sorry, I lie. I, I tap it and I get your full phone number. So I have it now, okay. Andy. I can say add to contacts. Start. Oh, someone's calling me. Oh, yeah. So that, that's an interesting thing that we should note. Um, if what? you're starting a video call Except. on Duo and you don't have that person in your contacts, it's going to give you a prompt that's going to ask you either to add to contacts or um, just start the call. And I think there's some other things that maybe there was block. I can't remember on there. So they really do want to push you for you to add them to your contacts in order to see it. And I, they're smiling right now. So I think they're doing. Oh, this is interesting. So this is, this is another feature that they talked about is my thing came up and said, hey, your Wi-Fi is weak. I'm switching to mobile data. So, oh, that's interesting. Yep. Gave me like a little notification. It's, now, yeah, when, when I, you see, when I, when I post this screenshot, listeners, I, I want you to realize that 
uh, it's going to be a really big problem to carry uh, two uh, 1200 uh, super bright LED color balance for photo with you at all times to have the same sort of video quality that I'm getting right here. Uh, I think this is an opportunity to sort of outclass all the members of your family. Yeah. <laughs> with the, with set, the, set I, I've got, the, I've got the illuminated background. I've got the top lighting. I've got the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, Andy. I use my precious Ooh, mobile data to get... Oh, you can switch the camera as well. I just found the buttons. Oh, I'm going to... Well, now we can destroy oh, reality. See if, we, if, we, if, we, if, if we get like exactly an in, in, infinity camera sort of thing. Oh, I can actually see Andy's camera. Ah, oh, that's how you do it, Andy. Andy's camera is your camera on a on a boom arm? Am I imagining that, or is it stuck to the top of your screen? Yes, this is this is this is Crane so Cam Three Thousand, the future of video podcasting. Wow. I've got it. Uh, I've got it like on a on a telescoping boom, so I could have it. Like I would I would demonstrate it, but I've got I had dinner at my desk, and so there are napkins and stuff and. <laughs> <laughs> if you it's re- it's that, really Andy cool when I'm doing Lego podcaster. at my desk. You have your proof now. Even his camera is on an arm. Wow. wow. Podcasting that, is all about controlling the message. That's how professionals do it. So, uh, that's a, again, people, people have complimented me on this nifty background that I have and about, oh, you must know a lot about building sets and, and about lighting and what, what's effective. And I will say, yes, absolutely. I do know a lot about that stuff. And I'll tell them that the great thing about having like a folded rice paper background is that you can put it up, and no one sees your office behind it. So everything behind there is all you have to all I have to do is clean the two feet between my chair and the screen, and I'm good to go. I, I can definitely uh, agree to that because uh, my husband's like, "Hey, are we gonna you know roll up the backdrop and put it back or something?" I was like, "No," because then that means I have to clean the office when I'm when I'm uh, podcasting <laughs> <Exactly>. here. <laughs> so uh, yes, you don't if you have a backdrop, you don't have to clean the floor of your office. Everyone, those are those are probe podcasting tips. Uh, so yeah, so sorry, listeners, if I don't add you as a duo friend. Uh, because that means I would actually have to give you my number. Don't take it personal. It's not you. It's me. Yeah, not even I am so, in Yasmin's address book, as we found out. So that's that. It's not you. <laughs> it's me. Specifically, me would not would like to not be bothered by you ever. <laughs> <laughs> so what? I'll I'll end with this one tidbit is that you know I did send the duo over to my family members in order for them to reply, and I won't say who did this, but they responded with, "No, I'm not downloading that app because I don't want people to see what I'm doing," and they put a poop emoji attached to it. So um, you know, I think they're afraid that people are going to see them when they're on the on the toilet because they think you know you're actually going to be able to see them right away without answering i'm not saying who it was i'm not i'm not throwing any names out there but if you're listening you know who you are uh but you know the the thing is with duo is they you are the one when you call someone that's when the video actually does start displaying so there's nothing to be afraid of just if you if you initiated the call be prepared but it is kind of funny because I, I on the calls that i have been making i kind of slightly forgot that i was doing that and then i realized oh crap they can see me right now even if they're not answering so uh, i better better do something not not give them the <laughs> the angry face, but uh, anyways, this has been fun. <laughs> where Andy, where can uh, people catch you on the on the duo fields? As usual, the price of the ticket to this dark ride, known as the Andyverse, is to spell my last name. Not unlike Rumpelstiltskin. If you uh, look for me at Anatko on Twitter, I H N is in Nancy, A T is in Tom, K O, uh, or uh, also Anatko.com, which is my blog and such. I'm also Anatko on Instagram. Uh, oddly enough, there was not a whole lot of people racing to be Anatko on these services. Uh, although I have, I do have, <laughs> I do have a cousin with a young. Uh, I, I I only got paranoid about this sort of 
stuff when I realized that I have a cousin in Australia who has a young, young boy who was starting to get to that age where he might be the first person to sign up for a certain new uh, social media thing. And so, yeah, so Anatko is usually the right way. Also, being able to spell my last name, but that clears out the riffraff. And Russell, where can people find you on the line? Uh, they can find me at Rusty Shelf on Twitter, and they can also find me looking for Andy's cousin because I've just found out that he he or she lives somewhere in Australia, and Australia is a very 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 small place with very 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 few people. So I'm going to try and catch him at the the shopping center, at the servo, They're at not the Pokemon, deli, maybe. Russell. He is a Pokemon. professor of economics, or maybe, I don't know if he's still a professor of economics, but he's a, he is an academic, Ooh. so he's probably. Ooh, you know, should be even easier to find than X. He's mathematically, he's, he's economically proven that he can survive 83 days walking west <laughs> across the <laughs> desert. <laughs> he's calculated how much water he actually needs. <laughs> Australia. And I'm at, and I'm at Yasmin Evian on Twitter. Uh, and I want to give you a pro, trip, pro tip that I found out over, over the week is that, you know, you can do now on tap for images. Well, you can do now on tap for images, but also you press that, that little finger there and it allows you to select text that is found within the image. Uh, so this is actually a thing that I didn't even know existed. I knew that we could do now on tap for cameras or images, but I didn't know you could actually select the text. So that was actually pretty helpful. So tip for you, if you use now on tap in an image and there's text on there, even if it's just a picture, you can actually select the text and it's going to provide you more information about the text you selected. So Pretty, pretty helpful tip. You can find us on the web at, at Material Podcasts on Twitter, on the web at relay.fm forward slash material. You can send us feedback at materialpodcasts at gmail.com. Don't forget to go for gold and keep on subscribing to Relay FM membership or material membership so that you can get the wonderful bonus episode that is going to be out before the end of the month. Until next time, stay in material.